What is up, Adam? How are you today? Hey, man. How's it going? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good, good, man. How are I hear that you had a, a great thing happen earlier this week, right? Did you yeah. close your first deal? Yeah, I closed on my first deal. It was an awesome experience. I, you know, I felt like I learned a lot. Um, you know, I had a lot of amazing people helping me, you know, couldn't have done it. You can't get through your first deal without help from people that have done it before. So, uh, right. yeah, I got awesome help in the office, you know, um, yeah, everything went smooth um, for my buyer. I mean, for my seller, he was real happy with, uh, you know, the the deal that he got on his house. So, yeah, everything went good. I, I think it was a good it was a good uh, entry into real estate, getting my first household. Man, that's so exciting, bro. Like, I remember, I mean, it hasn't even been that long. How long have you been here? Like a month? Yeah, like, uh, I think it was just two months. So, yeah, and I got okay. that. I got the listing from an open house. Did I did an open house for you, actually. And, right. You know, yeah, and a guy just, you know, he just walked in and was like, hey, I need somebody to come sell my house. And we went over there and talked about it. And, yeah, yeah. it was pretty smooth sailing, you know. Uh, yeah, it went great. And that's how this business is, man, or can be. For some yeah. for some reason, for some people, it's not the same. Um, but bottom line is one thing that you said was you were doing an open house. Yeah. You were actively working in real estate and yeah. real estate came to you. Yeah. Right. Are you cold calling people? Or are you Yeah, we're just you know, getting... what are some of the, the activities on a daily basis that you're doing to keep driving your business forward? Yeah. We've been getting into that. We've been having our morning trainings with uh, Steve McCarthy. Uh, well, I'm on the uh, McCarthy real estate team and right. uh, we're in there at 830. We're there for an hour training and then, you know, we're making calls the rest of the day. So, you know, we're really uh, starting to get heavy into the phone game, me and right. some of the newer agents and, uh, you know, just keeping up on my social media, you know, making sure everybody that knows me knows that I'm a real estate agent now and knows right. If you got anybody looking to buy or sell, like, please, you know, come to me. I'm going to work hard for you. And, you know, um, most importantly, I just want everybody to leave with smiles on their face. You know, I want people to be right. with the deal, you know, uh, yeah. and even in the last transaction, you know, I didn't represent the buyers. I represented the seller, but I was, you know, I got a chance to actually meet the buyers at the open house. They came, they came through and they were just so oh, great. Yeah. They were super hopeful that their offer would get accepted. And um, that didn't mm -hmm weigh in on why we accepted their offer it was just a great offer but uh you know i was just really happy that they really wanted the house and you know they felt like they got it for a good price and my guy felt like he sold it for a great price so that's wonderful man it, it, it's just so awesome to hear a story about somebody getting into because this wasn't your first career it's not like not like you graduated high school yesterday and now you're a real estate agent right yeah like, you spent a lot of time at the hospital didn't you yeah 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 i spent 17 years at the hospital uh you know had a kid and um you know always wanted to get into real estate and yeah i had a kid and kind of walked away from the hospital it was a perfect opportunity to get into this uh i wish i would have did it sooner you know i mm -hmm. wish you know one thing when there's a lot of younger uh people uh getting into real estate and especially in our office and sometimes when i look at them i think you know man i wish i would have got in earlier even if i wasn't <laughs> selling, you know a uh, hundred houses a year just to you know you know, be able to get into it earlier and, you know, learn a lot of stuff. And so for me at 36, I feel like I'm trying to do it all in like hyperspeed, you know, because right. I caught up to, you know, some of the other people that are my age that are already have successful, um, you know, real estate businesses. So. Hey man. And I hear that because I, I didn't get into real estate until I was, well, 36 or 37. Me too. Yeah. Uh, and it was rocky at first, you know, like it, it didn't just 
like here's real estate here's a yeah. bunch of deals like it it was tough yeah it was work yeah. and you know i think when you're in your mid-30s you know life has beat you a few times and you know you're a little more timid to do certain things that that a younger person might be more apt exactly. to do right exactly um, but bottom line is the second you pass that boundary and you get over that limiting thought process and start developing your business the way that that it needs to be developed and doing all the right things in the right uh steps the way that you're doing right now yeah right sure. uh you're building a business you're not fixing one so that that really helps drive you in the right direction i'm, yeah. I'm just so excited to see where your career leads you because you seem so much more excited to talk about this than talk about uh, your previous career. You yeah. Know? And I mean, I have nothing bad to say about the hospital. It was in good years, uh, you know, uh, great job, great career and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I was just ready for a change. You know, 36 years old. I don't know if that's like a pre midlife crisis, but I was just kind of thinking if, you know, if I don't do anything else, I'll I'll probably just work here at this hospital until I retire. And, you know, yeah. that's. That, you know, hospital is something that, you know, I, I you know, I, I could always uh, like, you know, go back and do a few shifts, I guess, if I if I ever got bored. But mm. I'm, I'm hoping real estate really takes off so I don't ever have to go back there. And it will for you. I mean, if you just make it into, you know, a passion of yours. Yeah, yeah. That's one one thing that I can highly suggest because I don't stop. And that's that's when I really pass the threshold of, you know, one or two you know, maybe four deals a year, right? The average agent only sells like 4.9 houses a year. So once I made it like a passion of mine, this yeah. is all I do. For sure. And Every day, you know, I, I make sure that I spend time with my family too. Yeah. But I mean, even when we're on vacations, which, you know, we go on a lot of vacations, right? Yeah. We do. Yeah. Um, I'm still working from the road. You know, when we went to San Diego, um, I wrote an offer from the road. Yeah, exactly. Like it, no matter what, I am passionate about this industry and about this business and about helping people like you get to the level that you want to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like you were saying to me, we were having a conversation earlier for people that obviously weren't in the room and you were explaining about how you went on your little two day vacation and some things got messed up and you know you uh, had a little truck problem but then at yeah. you, as soon as i get back you know you were doing things while you're gone too but as soon as you get back you you can't let yourself no you got to get right back to it that's it and if you don't hop right back on and start doing the daily activities that we all do to stay motivated generate business all of that i mean you can fall behind quick in this industry. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's uh, one thing I've noticed, especially like, you know, getting that first house is that, you know, I, I, I since I'm a new guy, I kind of was getting slowed up or it was kind of muddying up the my, uh, you know, my lead generation because I was having to learn a lot about contracts and go through those yeah. ropes. But um, one thing I'm realizing is that, you know, just because you got that going on and that is very important, you still have to focus on the lead generation, you know, talking to people, you know, letting people know you're in real estate, because even just like while you're in escrow on a house, those 30 days, you might think, OK, you know, I got something in the works and this and that. But once you get done with that escrow. Right. 
standing in a desert of not much uh, yeah. quickly if you're not working behind the scenes on getting the next one. Right. Um, I had heard from somebody, it was years ago, but they're like, look, if you're not in escrow, you are essentially unemployed. Yeah, you're right. And yeah. that, you know, kind of puts it in perspective, the stress that goes into this uh, business, right? Because you're unemployed. Like, yeah. I'm sitting here in my office and it's like, yeah, if I don't have something in the pipeline, something that's generating business, something that's, you know, going to close in the next month, something that's going to close in the next couple of days, you know, it drives me nuts. Yeah. Thinking, what if the business dries up? Yeah. Right? And that's that limiting thought process coming back into play, limiting every piece of potential that we have as a human being. Yeah. Right. And so all it takes is hopping on the phones and making some phone calls and start networking. Like you said, having the conversations with every single person that you come across every day about real estate. Hey, I'm a realtor. You know, if it bugs them, who cares? Because at the end of the day, when they're ready to get into a transaction, they're going to remember you and they're going to call you. Yeah, exactly. It's just being on the front of their mind, you know, when they think about real estate. Mm -hmm your face or you know you just you're just the first person that comes to mind and i've had a few people uh like you know buyers um you know refer me to other people because you know they've seen my posts on right. Instagram, facebook or wherever it may be and you know they might know another real estate agent but they've seen me most recently and you know maybe they you know i'm just spamming their facebook <laughs> they which can't is fine so, yeah, yeah yeah you know um people especially like realtors get into this mindset that, oh man, I'm doing too much on social media. Yeah. Well, are you like, yeah. or are you doing more than what everybody else is doing? Yeah. Cause there's a distinction there, right? People, when they get done with your, your information on social media, they just stop looking at it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I know. And, and so I it's just all in our minds that we do too many live videos. We we post too many things about real estate. And there's there's this whole frame of thought that it, there needs to be an 80-20 split between professional and personal and all of this. And I'm like, look, just to be professionally personable, this is all I do. So yeah, that's it. This is all I post. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. I was having a conversation with my wife about, you know, like, you know, annoying people with like over posting or just constantly posting uh, content. And, you know, I kind of started to think about, you know, I, before I became a real estate agent, I bought a few houses with a realtor and, you know, I'm from social media and he posts a ton. And I kind of just stopped for a second and I thought, well, do you ever think like, gosh, why is this guy posting so much on social media? No, I don't. I, if I don't, like if I'm not in the market to buy a house, maybe I swipe past it or I just look at it. And then I never think like, oh my gosh, I wish this guy would post less. So, you know, that, I don't know. It kind of made me like, you know, I think people who are not in the market, they're going to look at your stuff and be like, you know, it's not going to offend them at all that you're posting for sale. And people that are in the market, they're going to be appreciative that they know right. something so easy for them to access, you know, coming soon homes or like uh, just listed or whatever the case may be. Right. And, you know, you're always going to have somebody that um, 
says something negative. You know, that was one thing that when I first started like succeeding and, and finding success, I, I never knew so many people hated that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I never knew that there were these, these, you know, personalities out there that were just like, oh man, that person's winning and I'm not, and I'm mad at that. Yeah, I know. You know? And that's where, that's where a lot of this comes from, you know? So it's like when, when people are really worried about posting something or going live that they're worried about that. Yeah. They shouldn't be. Yeah. Because yeah. a hater that that's all they are. Yeah. And they're probably yeah. talking with you anyway. So it's like, you know, it's better right. get them out of the way early, yeah. you know, continue to go with, you know, float with the people that are going to ride with you a little bit, you know? So, and we right. all, yeah. So Michael Reese, you know, he, uh, wrote digital president. He's yeah. Huge person in EXP. Right. Um, he talks about, it's crucial to find your ideal client profile. Right. And so in everything you do in business, that's what your actual goal is, is to find that ICP, that ideal client profile. And the more you keep that in your mind, then every single thing that you do, those people are going to find you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. I, yeah. I, I've been really trying to make sure that every interaction that I have with somebody is a good one, regardless. Right. You know, you call somebody, they're not in the mood to talk to you, you know, just make sure that, you know, it's always pleasant when you, when the phone conversation ends or whenever the you know, the interaction ends with them just so that, you know, they have a positive, you know, feeling of you before that, you know, you get off the phone or whatever. Right. Those can be kind of precarious situations where you're talking to somebody and they don't have time. And Oh, I know. Or they, they're upset that you called. Yeah. You know, I run into it a lot. Um, do you ever hang up first? No, I try not to hang up first. I always try to let them hang up first because, you know. Right. Yeah, exactly. it's your job to keep them on the phone, right? At the end of the day. Yeah. So I so I welcome all the if you feel like hanging up on somebody, just please call me. You can hang up on me. I won't okay. get I might even call you back the next day trying to solicit more business from you. That's right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I that's one thing I enjoy about doing like live calls. Yeah. Sitting down and just like calling people. Um the interactions and the stories that you have to tell people later, you know, like I make it a game. I make it fun. Yeah. You know, it's not a matter of how many calls am I going to do? Cause I'm going to sit down and just start calling and organically I'm going to run through a few, you know, 50, 75, hundred calls later, you know, you're like, all right, now I'm starting to get amped about making some phone calls. Yeah. You know, like, and for a lot of people they are like a hundred calls. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, better, calls. Yeah, better to that green button a hundred times, you yeah. know, have yeah. those conversations. I told someone one day, I was like, I don't feel like we're broing down right now, dude. And he was like, of course we're not. You know, <laughs> I don't want to be on the phone with you. And I just kept it going, kept it going. Of course, he didn't buy a house through me, but it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to make got to make fun with it. He probably he probably went and told his friends later about the interaction with you. But, you know, they'll probably yeah. make. And he definitely he 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 remembers Matt Moreno, or if at least if he sees your face pop across. Oh his yeah, you know he'll remember me, my voice, my face, the the whole thing. You know he's probably following me right now on on social <laughs> media. You know, and it's like I would love to a year or two down the road when he's ready to buy, have him come 
call me up on the phone and be like, hey, dude. Let's bro down. <laughs> in, in retrospect, that was hilarious. Let's bro down. Let's yeah. get a get a sale in the Yeah, he'll just tell you. Road, you know, like <laughs> we did a we did a uh, exercise in the office the other day and it was it was kind of cool because it changes your perspective, but we were instead of calling for yeses or trying to get oh yeah, we were calling for no's. Yeah. And no's is what you predominantly get. It was yep. kind of because you're you're almost getting on the call, hoping that they kind of are rude and kind of yep. on you. And that's another score for you. And so we were getting pretty competitive with it the other day. That's awesome. Yeah, and that puts you in that whole mind state yeah. that uh, it's already going to be negative. So why not be positive about it? Exactly. And exactly. then when and then when they are receptive of you calling and they're happy, it's like, oh, it's a gift, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's refreshing when you get that. Yeah. Yeah. It takes yeah, I love that. a lot of the pressure off of you getting, um, you know, uh, declined or told no by somebody. If you're, if that's kind of what you say you're going for at the beginning. Right. Yeah. So, so what are your, uh, what are your goals, man? Like short term up to five year, what, what, what do you have planned? Well, so I just uh, sold a house with a listing. I would love to, I have like three or four buyers right now, all of them yeah. for, Buyers. And uh, there's something about a first-time buyer, you know, that's a little more special than somebody buying their mm. second home. Uh, a few of these people are young, you know, they're uh, they're just tr they're watching the market and they're you know they're tired of paying rent. And uh, mm -hmm. that would be really special to me. Like short-term goals is to get a buyer in, to get an offer accepted, you right. know, to a house because uh, it's really tricky right now. There's low inventory and you know a lot of different uh, things at play. But I would say long-term. I would love to just get in a situation where like, like I was explaining last time when I was in escrow, kind of shut down the lead generation, kind of yeah. more consistent with that. And I mean, for me right now, it would be great to sell one a month. So like 12 in a year, that would be great, you know, yeah. to have. and for it to be like more steady rather than like, you know, you get one or two here and then you have a lull. And so constant, maybe like one a month, that would be really good for me. I'd feel great about that right now. Yeah. And that's a good, good first step. You know, I mean, you're so new. Yeah. to the industry that i mean that's that's a really good springboard into doubling your business every year like right now we have this huge hairy audacious goal to triple our business this year just because there are certain things that we want that are higher than uh our goal was last year for sure for sure, for sure. you know and once you hit a goal it's over. You, you pump the brakes, your year's over. And it just seems like, uh, so hard to get back on track. And, you know, having a, a goal of 12 in a year, that's, that's a great goal. I hope you write it down. I know. Yeah. I got it written down and look at it every single day. I know. I didn't believe in it at first. I told Steve, you know, cause he's like, Oh, let's, uh, let's do this whole thing with dream boards. Right. Yeah. I was like, what is this stuff, man? Like I dream board. I'm just not that touchy feely yeah. guy. Like I don't, I don't want to have craft time with you, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and Janelle ended up buying like a bunch of gun magazines for me. Cause <laughs> you know, the whole thing is like you, it's the stuff you want to buy. Yeah. Right. You have your, the, your target in the middle with like your actual goal and yeah. it's all the stuff you want to buy. And you know, I like guns. And so there's, there's just like weapons all over the thing. And then our, you know, the middle goal and we hit it. And right when we hit it, 
pump the brakes. That you, you walked right from our office to Shooter's Paradise. We're located close. To- <laughs> yeah, exactly. You your goal and yeah. you walked right over there and you bought yourself an AR, huh? Yeah, but bottom line is <laughs> it worked. Yeah, it Yeah, and putting. I did the vision board. It is in my house. I was telling Janelle last night, like, hey, we got to do this again because it worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, seeing that every single day is, uh, it, it's, probably a good motivator you know because you remember that at one point you were in the state that you wrote this down and you were dead serious about it and yeah. so one day you're not feeling it you better get yourself back into the place you were when you wrote that you know what i mean like get yeah. hungry get hungry exactly yeah man i'm so glad you came on yeah for hey, sure like you you seemed like you were so you're nervous about it Oh, I was extremely nervous, especially when I left the office. I didn't, I was going to go eat lunch and I, um, I haven't even eaten yet. Cause I thought I would barf on this thing or something. <laughs> oh man. Shouldn't be nervous. I know. I know. Well, you're, you're a good, uh, interviewer and, and host. you're making it easy on me. I feel like awesome. I'm talking at the office, you know? Well, yeah. And that's all it is. You're yeah. just talking with me. Yeah. That's all it is. People just happen to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like being in a room full of people, but on your computer. I know, I know, I know. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, man, it was really good talking to you today. How do people get a hold of you when they want to buy or sell real estate? Uh, So my phone number is 530-933-3541. I'm on all social media platforms. Adam Avalos, Realtor. Um, You know, I... I'm up in Butte County. I live in Biggs, but our office is in Yuba City. Um, Lived in Yuba City all my life. So I just, I know the area. So if you're looking around anywhere from Chico to Sacramento, like that's where I feel like my, you know, my, my, my uh, niche is, if you will, like, you know, I just kind of, I just service area. Yeah. Every, every, every street in Yuba City, Marysville, I, I know them all. You tell me where the house is at and I know exactly where it's at. So yeah, just any, any social media, Adam Avalos. Awesome, brother. Hey, man, I wish you the best and the most success. I'm really impressed with with you and how you came on and just hit the ground running. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to have another live with you. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me, man. You're welcome. All right. Have a good night. Talk to you later. Thanks, brother.